0: Welcome back to the Ask Us Anything podcast. My name is Dave and I'm the host for this podcast. And today James writes in and he asks Dave, I've been struggling in my prayer life. Can you please help me understand the relationship between the grace of God and prayer? Well, James, you, you ask a great question because, you know, not only um, do many Christians struggle with this issue, but I've struggled with this in my own life. You see, whether it's struggling with feelings of guilt or shame, the struggle is often not to make time to f- pray but why pray in hebrews four sixteen, the author of hebrews tells his readers that let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need hebrews 4 4 through 16 as has been noted by many biblical scholars serves as the end for the first section major section of the book of hebrews it serves as a bridge into the next major section hebrews four sixteen provides the answer to why christians are to persevere is the high priestly ministry of the lord jesus christ his ministry reconciles god's people to god and opens heaven's chest of grace which makes possible the great resource of prayer you see to approach the throne of god in prayer on the basis of Christ high priestly ministry is to come to his propitiating sacrifice and present intercession the language used here in hebrews 4 16 is striking and it's clear by telling god's people to come before his throne the author reminds god's people that it is a place where blood has been offered for his people the mercy seat where god calls sinners to meet with him god's people are also reminded that it is to a king that they are to come well charles spurgeon had much to say he was the prince of preachers about and he had a lot of good things to say about uh, coming before the grace of God. In fact, in a great sermon on this text, Charles Spurgeon worked out some of the implications on how Christians are to approach God in prayer. The first is that Christians must come in lowly reverence. If Christians show great respect in the courts of earthly majesty in the White House, for example, or Buckingham Palace, then surely God's people will come with even greater reverence before the throne of heaven. There is no place for pride or vanity here, and if God's people should see what is really before them spiritually, they would tremble at His awesome majesty. Spurgeon writes, his throne is a great white throne, unspotted and clear as crystal. Familiarity there may be, but let it not be unhallowed. Boldness there should always be, but let it not be impertinent. Second, Christians should come to God in prayer with great joy. The favor that has been extended to us is so high a privilege that it should inspire great joy and thankfulness. Instead of judgment, Christians find themselves in a position as favored children, invited to bring their entire request to the King of Heaven. Well, Christians should also come to God with confidence. Christians come to Knowing that they will be favorably received, knowing that they can speak freely, and knowing that this is a throne of grace. This is only possible because of the high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has gone ahead and secured access for his people by his grace. Well, let's talk about what it means to be summoned before the throne. Well, we know already. We've talked about how many Christians struggle to come before the Lord in prayer, and we know that many Christians struggle with prayer. And perhaps that's true. They tremble as if the from god's throne exposed to them in naked shame when in fact it reveals the radiant robes that have been draped around them the righteousness of christ given to all who trust in him the key to prayer to praying often to praying openly to praying boldly and freely with gladness of heart is to know That one is clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Invited to his own saving ministry. Purchased by his precious blood. And anticipated by his sympathetic intercession. This is the secret to a lively and a happy prayer life. It is to the throne of God which people come. It is to his throne of grace. This means that when God's people come. Their sins are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Along with any faults are looked upon with compassion. Stumbling prayers are not criticized. But are received with kindness. Moreover Jesus priestly ministry secures the holy spirit's help the apostle paul writes in romans 8:26. likewise the spirit helps us in our weakness for we do not know what to pray for as we ought but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words you see god's spirit helps god's people to pray and he graciously interprets his people's prayers in the heart of the father furthermore because it is the throne of grace to which god's people come god is ready to grant the request of his people he is glad to provide for needs to give strength to persevere through trials to his people he says my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness and the writer Paul says this, continues saying, Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me, 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says. One commentator explains that man's need for man needs mercy for past failure and grace for present and future work. Mercy is to be taken as it is extended to man in his weakness. Grace is to be sought by man according to his necessity. See, God requires his people to persevere in faith through the trials of the Christian life. He gives his people a great reason to perse- on the saving work of the great high priest Jesus Christ who was able to save his people to the uttermost he has gone ahead of his people to open the doors and to unlock the treasures of God's mercy and grace prayer is a great resource God gives his people one that must not be neglected if one is to grow strong in the faith and to persevere through difficulties prayer brings one to a throne of power and authority but it also brings one to a throne of grace to all who are in Christ therefore let God's people draw near to God with reverence with joy with great expectation and especially with confidence that belongs to sons and daughters of the king of heaven and earth. Now Spurgeon provides a fitting conclusion about the difference of God's grace makes for God's people. He says this, I cannot say to you pray, not even to you saints unless it were to a throne of grace much less I could talk of prayer to you sinners but now I say this to every sinner here though he should think himself to be the worst sinner that ever lived cry unto the Lord and seek him while he may be found the throne of grace is a place fitted for you go to your knees by simple faith to your Savior for he he it is who is the throne of grace you see the challenge to approach God's throne of grace is a call to persistent confident prayer based on Jesus' own experience of suffering and trials and his subsequent ability to empathize with our weakness. Mercy focuses on the assurance that past transgressions have been dealt with and grace points to the inner strengthening to endure the test. Both come through the heavenly high priest, Jesus Christ, who was himself tested and is generously given for timely assistance. In other words, the divine help comes at the appropriate time, not least when believers pass through periods of testing. Since God is the one who gives the help, we may be assured that he is aware of the right time When this help is needed. See, this is this is why we have such a great help in time of need. Jesus Christ has provided the way to access before Him. He is our high priest, and He summons us to come before His throne. It's there that our guilt in Christ alone is is met with superior satisfaction in Christ. See what God offers and what he says in Romans 8 1 is true of every Christian. They are in Christ. Paul says this there is therefore now no condemnation for those those who are in Christ Jesus. If you believed on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are my brother or my sister in Christ. That means that you have access to this throne before God. You can come freely and boldly 24-7 anytime. This should motivate us to prayer. This should motivate us not just to talking to God about our petitions, our burdens, our concerns, but to also cast our burdens, as Peter says, to God in Christ. See, God knows. God sees and God loves because of all that Christ has done it wasn't because you and I were so deserving or so worthy that that Christ came it was because we were so needy it was because we were so desperate and this is exactly what God does he comes to the desperate he comes to the undeserving and he says here's my grace here's more grace Here's grace upon grace that's you and I even as Christians we are undeserving of this gift and yet God so freely gives it to us and it's an amazing gift. And it's all wrapped up in this person and in this work of Christ who has paid the full penalty and forever satisfied the wrath of God in the place and for sinners. And he was buried and he rose again. And he now, he, he was soon, he is soon returning. And he now empowers us through the Holy Spirit to make much of Christ. And he sends us out on mission. He invite this Christ. He invites us. He summons us before his throne. So I, I leave you there. To go go before the throne of God in prayer. And I want to thank you today for listening to this episode of the Ask Us Anything podcast. My name is Dave and I'm the host for this podcast. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I want to encourage you to check out our previous episodes of this podcast at ServantsOfGrace.org. We also have a great series that we're going through on the Sermon on the Mount. We have other podcasts. Uh, we have a sermon feed and the equipping you in grace podcast where I interview authors on a variety of different, uh, subjects on their books, all from a Christian, uh, sol- they're all solid Christian books that, uh, you can trust that are, that I've read because I always read those. Again, I want to thank you for listening to this episode and until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you.